Oh, how sweet it is to be back on the air and back in your e-canals. I am Tom Roberts, the host of this show. This show is the Formula Lockdown Podcast. We have been on a hiatus for the longest period of time. We were set to come back at the end of last year towards the start of this year, but a car accident unfortunately got in the way of that. We'll go into that a little bit later. We have changed the format of this show. It no longer just solely focuses on heavy metal. We branched out during the original run of the show and had a professional wrestler on the show named Tricky. And now we're going to branch out and have more professional wrestlers on the show. Uh, we're going to start talking more and more about professional wrestling. Uh, we're going to start talking more and more about other genres of music too. Uh, pop culture is going to be incorporated heavily into the show. But uh, I'm talking to you on my brand new microphone with my brand new laptop all being recorded on a brand new program. I've started from scratch. Ladies and gentlemen, I am back. I'm better than ever. And I'm really, really hoping that my health can stay for a while so I don't have to leave again because not doing this podcast actually really sucked. To be honest with you, it it was great to know that people were listening to me just rambling about crap that I was popping into my head whenever I felt like it, pretty much. Uh, so uh, what do you say for now, we get on with the show. And by the way, for those out there for Ken Air, this is a new intro. The Full Metal Lockdown Podcast. With your host, Tom Roberts. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the interviews. Enjoy everything we offer. The Full Metal Lockdown Podcast. I was going to line up a guest for the return episode, but... I had him lined up and I decided at the last minute that I wasn't going to do it. I was going to make this more of an intimate affair just between me and the listeners because ultimately it is my podcast and I have an emotional attachment to this and I have over the hiatus changed all the artwork around. And uh, for those who follow the social medias, Full Metal Lockdown Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Full Metal Lockdown, or the Twitter page, which is now at FM Lockdown, or me personally, which is now at Tom underscore Dom 89. No, my middle name is not Dominic. Uh, for those who have who are following that, would notice that the artwork, all of the artwork, has dropped the names The and Podcast from it, and it just says Full Metal Lockdown, 
cause yes it is a skull because it's me but uh everything i do has skulls in it i don't know why like i have a lot of tattoos but i don't have a single skull tattoo which is surprising because you think i would but uh nonetheless i digress just deal with it from another famous podcaster not saying that i'm famous in any way shape or form i'm saying that he's famous but he's another podcaster anyway um what i was going to say is that yes i have dropped the words the and podcast from the artwork because full metal lockdown no longer just does this podcast it runs a website it runs articles uh although i'm lacking a little bit like i said all the plants were put in uh motion before the car accident which i said i was going to uh talk about later on in the show and i will uh I don't know if you can actually hear my daughter yelling at my uh, mother-in-law out there and she just got reprimanded for it. Yeah, she's five now. Last time I talked to you guys, my son was just born. He's three. Wow. I've, uh, this hide has been far too long and I don't want to do it again. Okay, now, uh, to talk about what's happening with Fullmetal Lockdown, getting back on track. Okay, it's uh, ending up, like, it's gonna be a management slash booking agency, uh, slash a bunch of other stuff as well. Sorry, that was my alarm, and in case you can't tell, that was tall. Uh, and that has happened several times throughout this podcast. Uh, throughout the years of this podcast, uh, and my alarm has never changed, surprisingly. But uh, yes, we have one band called Terrorvirus, uh, at the moment on our books. Uh, they are doing some inroads into the industry, although they are still low level. Um, they are still entry level, but. Uh, once their recording drops, it won't be long before they're no longer uh, entry level, if you know what I mean. They haven't even dropped a recording. They've already supported bands like Cancer Bats, uh, King Parrot, uh, Desecrator, uh, Red Bee, uh, several, several other bands. Uh, and they've already played festivals and everything. And yeah, like I said, never dropped a song or a recording of any kind. Uh, they've done interviews. They've done live recordings that I actually recorded for them. And they weren't that great. They were actually pretty terrible, to if I'm being honest. Uh, but... That being said, like, uh, yeah, they're on the roster and we're looking to expand the roster. Um, yeah, we're gonna look at uh, producing records as well, using my musical mind to uh, extend it into recording the recording realm. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what the future may hold but it, it certainly looks 
market might hold something good. Like I said, also, uh, all this stuff was put into motion before the car accident. What happened was I was uh, driving with my wife and I was actually about to go fill up the car with petrol so that I could go to Canberra, go to the basement in Canberra. And from there, I was going to interview the lead singer of Dim Pyre. And uh, what happened was I was going up to that gig and I was going to interview him and I had all my gear in the car and I had my wife in the car with me because I need her to pump the petrol because I'm in a wheelchair. And uh, what happened was there was pissing down rain the day that morning and I was in a really bad uh, road called the Mad Mile in Batemans Bay. And I was coming along and I was coming around the corner. Sorry, it's hard to talk about. I was coming around the corner and I I felt the back tires lose all grip. And then I felt the car essentially float on the uh, asphalt. And then it, it started turning and I knew I couldn't fight it anymore. And the car started spinning out of control. And I tried my hardest and I eventually got the car straight. But I was in the other lane. And I was facing oncoming traffic. No, I didn't know whether that was a family car and there were children in there or not. So I did the only thing I thought appropriate. Which was bank it back onto my side of the road. Now... I turned the wheel hard left and the car lost control again and then I hit uh ended up spinning the opposite way and ended up in a massive dirt area and uh got control of the car again because it started to regrip on the dirt surprisingly but then I saw uh the Batemans Bay walking to Batemans Bay sign which is a big concrete sign and it's a big concrete wall now, I didn't think that we were going to hit a tree later on, so which is uh, relevant to what I'm saying now. Uh, so I decided I didn't want to hit the brand new $100,000 Welcome to Baton's A sign. So I banked it hard to the right in the hope that we didn't hit it. No, hit my brakes. Now, I never usually hit my brakes in something like that because... Quite frankly, and most people will tell you in the situation that I was in, not in all situations, but the situation that I was in, braking can cause uh, you to spin more or it can cause you to flip. Now, at the time, I didn't panic once during all of the accident, which is uh, relevant to even further down the track. But, yeah... What happened was when I banked and hit the brakes, we started going across the road because as soon as I let off and I don't know how this happened, we just shot across the road and we missed a council truck by less than two inches. And uh, we ended up shooting across the road, going down into a gully and wrapping my uh, VS Commodore around a tree. 
um, my wife ended up shattering her left arm, breaking her right arm. I cracked my pelvis. Uh, she broke two ribs. She copped the worst of it. Uh, we ended up getting uh, neck braced and rushed to hospital, obviously, and then rushed up to Canberra Hospital. But uh, my wife's arms are still broken. Uh, I yeah, once again didn't know I was gonna hit the tree. Otherwise, I probably would have said, "Break it! Uh, don't hold on to the door." To my wife, which is what caused her arm to shatter. She braced herself too hard on the door and her arm tried to go forward but the door wouldn't move kind of thing. And then uh, when when it came time to me, for me to go to court, because I had to go to court for being charged with negligent driving and grievous bodily harm, uh, I was found innocent on all counts. Surprisingly, uh, I was, I had witnesses to say that I was doing under the speed limit. I was not driving like an idiot. It was just an accident on a worst part of the road in this area. And I was found innocent, uh, which is good. Uh, it was a scary situation, situation I never want to be in again. But yeah, that's why... The podcast took so long to come back. And also, it didn't help that my gear was also in the car. Uh, yeah, so it was destroyed pretty much. Uh, but now I have a brand new microphone. I have a brand new computer. I'm running off a brand new program. I've got brand new gear all around the shop. And yeah... But that's what happened and I just thought I should share that with you guys. Just let you know what happened. Let you know why everything took so long to come back. And why the new Full Metal Lockdown website doesn't look the greatest either. Because uh, like I said before, all this stuff. And I'm trying not to swear on the new version of the podcast. All this stuff that uh, was happening with Full Metal Lockdown, uh, that did happen with Full Metal Lockdown recently, like the new website, the new, all the new stuff, ended up being um, put into motion before the accident. So the new website, it doesn't look the greatest because I couldn't be hands-on with it kind of thing. It's obviously out for so long with my injuries because... I use a walking frame around the house and a wheelchair everywhere else with a cracked sternum. I have to hunch and every time I took a corner it re-broke, it re-cracked because the sternum isn't held together by bone, it's held together by cartilage and if that shit breaks, oh my god I broke my not swearing rule already. Uh, if that stuff breaks then um it's very difficult to repair. So, uh, yeah, I had to, um, deal with that. I did go up and I had to, uh, get to a place where I could do it. And I also had to replace my gear. But, uh, hopefully once this drops, 
and it will be dropping uh, probably, as I record this, it is Friday. It will probably drop next Friday. Uh, but, yeah. Why am I keen as anything to get this going again, to, to do it all up, to f- finish off the website as shiny and as clean as I actually want it to be. Um to get Terravirus to the level of their talent, if you know what I mean. Uh, their talent is so good that their fame should match the talent. And uh, pretty much if you want to be involved in Formula Lockdown, if you want to be a sponsor, if you want to put your band or your friend's band up for Formula Lockdown... Then uh, Tom at FullMetalLockdown.com is my direct email now. Or you can send info at FullMetalLockdown.com, which is our general inquiry. And by our, I mean uh, the three people that are involved in Lockdown, And the other two people are silent members. So I will not uh, let you know who they are at the moment. But uh, until they want to be known, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, pretty much done talking about the accident because, like I said, it's not exactly easy to talk about. Um, I'll talk about uh, something really cool that happened though. Uh, you might have seen the video on YouTube or Facebook, it, it's uh, between the two pages that shared it, it's had a well. Well over 10,000 views. Uh, When I... For those who don't know, I'm a massive wrestling fan. I am uh, one of of the biggest wrestling fans I know. And uh, my dream was to always get in a wrestling ring. To always be a wrestler. Uh, And... Yeah, and my favorite wrestler of all time is one Mr. Michael Foley. Uh, that's Mick Foley, a.k.a. Do Love, a.k.a. Cactus Jack, a.k.a. Mankind. Uh, he was at the House of Hardcore, which is an event, uh, an organization run by Mr. Thomas Dreamer, a.k.a. Tommy Dreamer. And uh, when he, Tommy Dreamer brought out the promotion, it had uh, Mick Foley there, it had Bubba Ray Dudley, aka Bully Ray, had Swoggle, aka Horn Swoggle, Lance Archer, had Al Snow, Nick Aldis, the NWA White Champion, uh, had heaps of people there. And pretty much what it wasn't a Legends tour, but it might as well have been. And uh, their meet and greet area was up on a stage at the Hurstville Entertainment Center. And I couldn't get up there. So uh, the wrestlers were coming down to uh, talk to me rather than me going up to talk to them. And uh, th- thanks to the, to the awesome people out here at All Australian. Uh, promotions, I think, all, all Aussie promotions, I can't, it's AAP, uh, thanks to all the people that were there, there's far too many to uh, mention my name, they were that good, 
But uh, they they organised it all for me so that I could get up and still do the meet and greet that I paid for. But uh, rather than getting on the stage, they came down to meet me. And uh, one by one, they were all coming down. And I wanted my photo with uh, the World Heavyweight Championship, and I got it. Thankfully, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, which for those not in the know, is the oldest World Heavyweight title in wrestling. Uh, and it's currently held by uh, Cody Rhodes, the first ever second generation wrestler to hold it. As in, like, his father held it and he held it. But uh, I did, uh, to move on from that, what happened was uh, Tommy Dreamer, when he was down meeting me, I, in passing, said to him, if I was fully able, if I was not in a wheelchair from the age of 20, I would be in that wrestling ring. I would be a wrestler if I wasn't disabled. And I said to him, I, at the end of the night, after everybody's cleared out, because I have to be the last one to leave anyway, because so, the wheelchair is too hard to uh, maneuver around everybody. Can I please just stand in the ring? And uh, he said, oh, it's pretty hard to get into. You have to be pretty big. And I said, dude, once I stand up, I'm actually 6'2". People forget that when I'm sitting down. And he laughed. I think and then I was just like, because it's an old joke in wrestling that you never give you real height. You always overestimate. Anyway, um... For, like, it's a bit, yeah, that's just the layman's way of putting it. But what happened was, uh, at the end of the night, it was Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, and Hornswoggle versus the squad. And Mick Foley was the special ring enforcer. And what happened was, uh, the good guys won, the faces won, which was Tommy Dreamer and 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 Bully Ray and Hornswoggle. And Mick Foley came out to stop the shenanigans. And uh, what happened was they were in the ring and they did a birthday celebration for Bully Ray. And he turned around, uh, Tommy turned to Mick and pulled the mic down and whispered something into Mick's he only has one so it had to be his goodie and uh Tommy apparently said to Mick hey you see that guy down there cheering he told me earlier his dream is to get in a wrestling ring uh how about we make his dream come true so what happened was Mick Foley said okay and Tommy said you can announce it then. So what happened was Tommy Dreamer uh, handed the mic over, uh, made a little speech about it, said uh, how everybody in the wrestling community is a one giant family, and it pe- uh, and he pointed out me. And then he said something about how oh, it's been my dream to always be a professional wrestler. 
and Mick Foley, uh, he handed Mick the mic and Mick said, tonight we're going to make your dream come true of getting in this wrestling ring. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was really cool. Um, Mick and Tommy got out of the ring and Bully and Hansel stayed in the ring. And Mick and Bully are both the WWE Hall of Famers. Tommy's a future Hall of Famer, definitely. I lock that in. He's a future Hall of Famer, whether they like it or not. But uh, either way, he should have been the first ECW original in my books. <laughs> but anyway, um, what happened was they got out of the ring. They pulled up all the mats from around the ring so that I could get my wardrobe nice and close. And when they picked me up out of my wardrobe, Tommy goes, well, you really are big. As in tall. He didn't expect that. But I, I remember Mick trying to pick me up. Tommy going, Mick, your hip, stop, stop, stop. And then uh, they slid me into the ring and I was still in my buttocks. And uh, Bully Ray bent over to beat me up. And I went, are you sure you can lift me? Not realizing that he body slams three, four hundred pound guys for a living. And that's pretty much what he said to me. And he beat me up. And like I was nothing as well I weigh over a hundred kilos and he picked me up like it was nothing and uh, when I got in the ring there's a photo of it that I will share on the full Metal lockdown Twitter and Facebook of Mick a bully and Tommy hugging me as I got in the ring and me just not wanting to look up because I knew if I look up I will burst out crying. And I didn't want to do that in front of that many people. There are almost a thousand people there. And I uh, started chanting, you're hardcore and you deserve it and all this stuff. And uh, uh, who was it? It was Billy Ray who said to me, look out there, look at the crowd. They're all chanting for you. This is for you. Have a look. When if I look up, I'm gonna cry. And he goes, just let it, let it happen. Let it happen, brother. Just let go with it. I didn't end up crying. I ended up holding, holding it back. But I, it wasn't that I was too macho to cry in bracket in quotations or I. Yeah, I didn't want to cry because I wanted to be in the moment. I wanted to remember that moment. I didn't want it to be veiled by tears, if you know what I mean. To not be able to remember something. And then uh, we had a nice little conversation in the ring. And some stuff was said that I won't uh, release publicly. Because I like having that just for me. But uh, what happened was uh, Mick turned around to Bully Ray and said if this was 20 years ago he would have already turned on me and put me through a table. I went, you can if you want. 
I, I'm up for being put through a table by uh, the masters of tables, but one of the masters, uh, the Dudley boys, and yeah, didn't end up happening. But uh, yeah, he Bully grabbed the mic and announced that. Then uh, the crowd chanted, and Bully uh, thanked the crowd for being so receptive and so respectful as well. And then I got out of the ring, and yeah, that was that. A week later, 20 years of Avatar with Mick Foley. Uh, after the show, my son was back in Batemansville with my wife. No, I was in Sydney with my carer. And uh, it's funny. What happened was he, uh, my wife was back in Bateman's Bay with my two children. And my son is, his molars in the back of his mouth are coming through. So he, at the time anyway, he was in a lot of pain and he wouldn't sleep. So I... Asked Mick, can you FaceTime my son and ask him to go to sleep? And Mick said, sure, yeah, that's all cool. He kept calling me Tommy. I don't go by the nickname Tommy, but apparently in the wrestling world, I go by the nickname Tommy. (laughs) But uh, what happened was he uh, he goes to me... uh, how was your son again? Sorry about this. And I went, oh, he's three, or he's turning three. He goes, would a three-year-old know who I am? And I went, oh, just wait. And then I FaceTimed my son, my wife, sorry, and I was pointing the phone at Mick, and my wife points it at my son and goes, Augie, who's that? And he goes, Mick Fowey. And Mick's jaw just dropped. He's like, a two-year-old knows who the hell I am. And, yeah, that flabbergasted him and made him realize how how many generations he's, he, his legacy is going to go for. But, uh, yeah, Mick Foley is probably the nicest man I've ever met. Mick, Tommy, Bully... Even though his name is Bully. Uh, yeah, the nicest out snow. God damn. I hung out with him at the um, 20 years of Altor. Literally hung out with him the whole night. Just at the back of the room. Just having a chat with him. It was great. Uh, we're going to have a little break. And then uh, I promise my children that they can uh, actually have a little go on the mic being recorded for the podcast so uh yeah we're gonna get them on in a minute uh gonna have a little break uh we're not i don't have any sponsors so you're not gonna be hit up by like dollar shave club or zip recruiter or anything like that uh like a lot of the other podcasts do uh so you're just gonna be hit by sound effects Alrighty, uh we'll see you soon Talk soon. Uh, by soon, I mean like less than a minute. Alrighty.
and welcome back to the Full Metal Lockdown podcast. I uh, hope you liked that little ditty that I uh, threw together, for lack of a better word. There were uh, just loops on GarageBand, really. Uh, my daughter right now, she's five. Her name is Amelia. Say hello, Amelia. Hello. Uh, my son Augustus was with us, yeah, Augie, if he's good, but he was naughty, and so uh, he's back out with his mum at the moment. My daughter actually wants to sit here and do a uh, a new weekly segment on the show. That weekly segment is um, telling a elongated story, a very drawn out story. Called, uh, uh, what is it called? Fairy Tales of Wonder Life. Fairy Tales of Wonder She could have said that loud instead of whispered it to me. Uh, so, yeah, be nice in all the comments. She's five. Don't forget that. Uh, she's figuring this out pretty much on the spot. So, uh, yeah, here's Amelia with her Fairy Tales Wonder Life. Once upon a time, there was a unicorn, and she was very lonely. She didn't have any friends to play with in the very tale land. They were all gone. Because, and then a little girl showed up, and her name was Dojo. She she found the unicorn, and she was so excited to play with the unicorn. Because, because she was best friends with the unicorn every day. She went to the very tale land every day to find her. But one day they lost each other so they didn't have friends anymore. They missed each other every day. They couldn't find anyone to play with except at school. Well at unicorn school it was amazing with all their new friends is that the end of the intro? Yeah. Okay, so part two will come next week. And now we're going to... And part two, will we find out who's at the school, Jojo and the Unicorn? No, I still have to find out the characters who's at the school. Okay, you're still trying to figure all that out. Yeah. Baby, just so you know, you got to speak very loud into the microphone. Okay? Like daddy is. It's still going. Yes, I know I'm still recording. <laughs> I'm still recording my podcast, baby. But you did very well. This is the first time that you've ever been on a uh, podcast like this. And I thought you were wonderful. For me, personally, I'm very intrigued with a uh, wonderful fairy tale life. Or what is it called? Fairy tale wonder life. Fairy tales wonder life. There you go. That's, that's going to be bigger than Shrek. It's going to be bigger than Cinderella. I'm interested to find out what the hell happens with Jojo and the Unicorn. Uh, but that's just me. And Amelia sitting there laughing because I said hell. <laughs> You're allowed to laugh out loud, baby. <laughs> She's trying to muzzle herself so that you don't hear her laugh. Okay. Thank you very much, Amelia, for being on the show. <laughs> Do you want to say bye-bye to everyone? Bye. And see you next week.
So, see you next week. See you next week. Okay. Uh, we'll be back after this and uh, we'll continue uh, end the podcast after this. So, uh, after getting off the, um, off the air, my daughter turned around to me and said, I don't want to do that again. That is embarrassing. Uh, so, uh, chances are she's not coming back next week. And chances are, uh, we're not going to hear about what happens to Jojo and the unicorn at school. Uh, now this show is called the Formula Lockdown Podcast. I know... I have said that we are no longer going to focus solely on heavy metal, but that we are still called the Formula Lockdown Podcast, which means that we are kind of by definition have to focus on heavy metal, whether we like it or not, whether you like it or not. And the biggest thing in Australia at the moment happening in heavy metal is the download festival. I mean... Yes, the Unify Heavy Gathering is happening. And to me personally, the only only part of that lineup that holds any value to me is Carnival. However, that is personal taste. That does not mean that that festival is uh, cheap or uh, that festival is crappy in any kind of way. Uh... That means that I don't personally like that festival. However, they have to be doing something right. They have to be. They've sold out two, three, four years in a row, whatever it is. They're a two-day festival, and they're getting bigger and bigger as they go. I mean, they are massive. But to me, what is happening in Australia right now, the biggest thing that is happening in Australia right now is the Download Festival. And starting from the bottom up, I'm going to go through the lineup as best as I can. Uh, it says, plus loads more to be announced. Now, I have a theory about the second announcement that I'm going to go into after I go through the lineup. Uh... Alien Weaponry. I don't know who they are. Uh, I'm always interested in hearing something new. Uh, If I like them, I like them. If I don't, I don't. But if you know who they are and you like them, tell me who they are. Send me a link. Formula Lockdown Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash Formula Lockdown or hit me up on Twitter at FM Lockdown or at Tom underscore Dom 89, which is also, by the way, my PS4 gamer tag, if you're interested. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Ruins. Ruins are an awesome metal band. Outright. I uh, don't know who they are. I have to admit, I'm not uh, up on what I should be up on. Uh, high Tension. Didn't they play last year as well? But either way, High Tension, uh, I booked a gig with them 
and cancer bats, believe it or not, uh, a few years ago. And yeah, they're really nice people. I like high tensions a lot. Uh, and their band, their music is really, really good. You should check them out. Uh, what a war on women. Um, don't know who they are. Probably because of their name. I haven't checked them out. I have a daughter. I have a wife. I live with my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law and my wife are both feminists. Hardcore feminists. So that's probably why I haven't checked out a band called War on Women. Because if they see my search history and it says a band like that, I'm in trouble. Anyway, uh... Fever 333 or 333 or 333, however you want to put it. Uh, d- once again, don't know who they are. Uh, Andy Black. Yeah. Uh, Code Orange. I'm excited about Code Orange being there. And I know a lot of people that are as well. Um, I know of a lot of people that are furious with their position on the lineup, but the fact of the matter is they haven't done anything to warrant a higher position, especially with the bands that are above them. I mean, Luca Brasi is the next uh, band. At least Luca Brasi had been to Australia. Or Code Orange might have been, but they weren't Code Orange, if you know what I mean. They were... They... Might have still been Code Orange, but they weren't uh, the Code Orange of 2018 or 2019 when this takes place. Uh, Friends of Rom, the Australian punk gods, uh, they're going to be there. Of course, they're high on the bill. Uh, it's Friends of Rom. They're, uh, they've been around for like since time, time started, pretty much. They're the store walls of, uh, is that the right way to say that? Either way, they're one of the most important acts in Australia's history. I'm going to put that out there. They're the biggest punk act that have ever come out of Australia. I'm I'm confident in saying that. Uh, cover, converge, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I prevail. Yeah. Me first and the gimme gimme's. Um, they're really high on the bill, and I've never heard of them, but that's just me. Like I said, there are some things that I'm up on, and some things I'm not up on, and some things that I'm not up on that I should really be up on, like all the bands playing a download. Uh, then we get into the band the Logos, the upper echelon of the festival. Right now, uh, the first one is Behemoth. Of course, Behemoth, we're going to be there. Next one is Hailstorm. With their only... Sorry. uh, With their only Australian shows. Yeah. That's going to be cool. Uh, Anthrax. Without the only Australian shows below it. Uh, if you know me and you've heard me say this before, I reviewed it on the show and I've had Frank Bello from Anthrax on the show. For All Kings is probably my favorite thrash album of all time. Um, it's what their newest album, I think. 
they released a live album after that. It was the uh, newest studio album. I think, for me, it's on the money. It is the best one they've ever done. But that's just me. And it's one of the best thrush albums to resist. Uh, the Arm of the Affliction. Yeah. I believe Anthrax should be above them. Uh, but their only old shows are at the Download Festival. Rise Against, a band once heavily rumoured to be the headliner of Soundwave 2016, the year that never happened, the year Disturbed were their headliners, but it was heavily rumoured that it was going to be Rise Against. They weren't big enough to headline a festival, and it turns out neither were Disturbed. Uh, Ghost. I know a few people that are extremely happy that Ghost are on this lineup. I'm, uh, yeah, I've never been too much on Ghost. Uh, that's just me. Now, then we get into the the oldies, but the goodies that are still going to teach all these young kids how to play music and stuff. Anthrax. Alice in Chains. Damn. God damn, download, you're making this good. Uh, then we have Judas Priest. Whoa. Yeah, uh, the, in their only odd show, which means download paid out the ass to uh, get them. Uh, then we have Slayer in their final ever world tour without the Oz only shows they will blow them, which means that Slayer are doing sideshows. Every band from their uh, tour that they've toured the entire world with that is on this lineup and that is a clue to what we're talking about after. There loads more bands to be announced. Uh, every band does not have the uh, Australian shows only below it. And a headliner. Oh my god, I got to see him a couple of years ago with Black Sabbath. But Ozzy Osbourne is the headliner. And no more tours. Uh, no more tours, tour only Australian shows. So that means that he's never coming back to Australia after this. And download are his only two Australian shows. If I don't see Ozzy Osbourne last time ever, I'm going to be so pissed. Uh, but that being said, um, uh, hopefully we'll. It's at Parramatta Park. or Yeah, Parramatta Park in Sydney on Saturday the 9th of March. And on Monday the 11th of March, it's in Melbourne at the Flemington Racecourse. A Monday festival? Wow. So they're having a day's break by the looks of it. But yeah, that's going to be uh, interesting. Um, yeah, when I got to see uh, Black Sabbath live, Ozzy, they didn't do Oz, any of Ozzy's uh, side music, uh, his solo music. Obviously, they wouldn't. Uh, but yeah, I'm hoping that... Um, with the loads more bands to be announced. The one of the bigger bands on that bill, I guarantee you, I put 
roast steak in full of lockdown. I ate, I put my entire uh, 11 plus year career on it. If they're not announced either in the next one or at some point for download, I will retire. I will end everything I'm doing. I will sever my ties with every artist in this industry. I will end this podcast. Lamb of God are going to play at the Download Festival in Australia. Guaranteed. And the reason I'm saying that is because Slayer, Anthrax, and Behemoth are on that tour. And I'm guessing Border will be on the tour as well. But they're not as guaranteed as Lamb of God. Slayer, Anthrax, and Behemoth are on there. Which means that Lemogod will be on there because Lemogod are toured America, Europe, and Asia as a part of Slayer's last ever tour. Uh, along with Anthrax and Behemoth. And Aborted were a part of that as well. Uh, Aborted will maybe be a part of uh, this festival. Hopefully they will be because they will take my world runs. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, those are my two picks for the next one. Let me know who you think will be on the Soundwave. On, I'm so used to, I'm so old school that I keep saying Soundwave. Uh, who will be on the download second announcement? I believe Lemogod will be up there. If not the main announcement, one of the main announcements. Yeah, um, and Aborted will be on there probably, but I'm guaranteeing Lamb of God. Um, let me know who you think. Uh, once again, I'm Tom. This full my lockdown podcast. We are returning next week. We'll hopefully have a guest. Uh, winding up hopefully a few uh, different ones. We are gonna try and get as many guests as possible to not do these solo shows as much. I I'm getting better with uh having to do this. The first time I ever did it was week six, I believe it was, and I was not happy with the product that I put out that week. I am moderately happy with this product because I had things to talk about. But, uh, yeah, the Download Festival is cool. Uh, there are a few other festivals, uh, coming out. Uh, let me know what you want me to do in these podcasts, whether you want me to bring back the band of the week, the song of the week. Uh, let me know if you want me to bring back the, uh, artist of the week, uh, band of the year. All that stuff. Let me know. Hit me up. Facebook. Facebook.com. Forward slash. Formula Lockdown. Twitter. At FML. Or no. It's at FM Lockdown. Or personal. At Tom underscore Dom. Or you can hit me up. Uh, the email is, as always, is still active. Formula Lockdown at gmail.com. Or a personal email is tom at fullmetallockdown.com or info at fullmetallockdown.com to get one of the others. 
who are silent partners. I want to uh, retcon something I said earlier in the show. It not break my pelvis. I crack my sternum. Yes, I did crack my sternum. I did not break my pelvis. Uh, I broke all the cartilage apart in between my ribs and holding my ribs together in my sternum. Uh, which meant I couldn't breathe properly for a very long time. And it, it hurt. I'm just saying it hurt. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. Go to our new website for my lockdown.com. Uh, it will look better in the weeks to come. Uh, now that I'm better, now that I can focus on making it look good. Uh, yeah, so I've been Tom Roberts. This has been the former lockdown podcast. We'll see you next week with a guest. I, I hope. Uh, yeah, goodbye. I love you. The former lockdown podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to